KXNO Des Moines. Now, today's biggest stories from the BMW of Des Moines Sports Desk. This is an X's and O's update on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. And I'm Trent Condon. The Iowa United basketball team blew a nine-point second-half lead as they fell on the road to the Aftershocks, 85-76 from Wichita. The team comprised of former in-state players from the state of Iowa go down in the two-million winner-take-all basketball tournament. Former Iowa State Cyclone Tyrus McGee led the way with 24 points, and former Drake Bulldog Josh Young had 14. The Chicago Cubs are calling up Ian Happ from AAA Iowa in preparation with their series with the Brewers that starts tonight. The 24-year-old Happ is hitting 324 in the month of July with a 451 on-base percentage for the I-Cubs. The St. Louis Cardinals continue to stay hot yesterday, a 6-3 win on the road against the Pirates, and Paul Goldschmidt brought the lumber. 1-1 delivery to Goldschmidt. It's hit hard in the center field. Back goes Marte to the track, to the wall. It's gone. Paul Goldschmidt has homered in every game of this series. The call from KMOX, the Cardinals radio network, as Goldschmidt goes deep for the 22nd time. Cardinals at home tonight to begin a three-game series against Houston. 7-15 with the first pitch. Hear the game right here on 1460 KXNO. The Twins and White Sox began a four-game series on the south side of Chicago for the first time in his illustrious career. Nelson Cruz with the three-homer game. A blast to left field, and Nelson Cruz continues to pound the baseball. Number 23, Cruz with a drive to center. A bullet, and that one is gone. Nelson Cruz with two swings in Chicago and two tape measure home runs. High fly, right center field, deep to the gap. He's got three tonight. Nelson Cruz was his with his third home run of the night. The call's from Fox Sports North as the Twins win it 10-3. State softball title tilts coming up tonight in Class 4A. It'll be number one Carlisle against second-seeded North Scott for the 4A title. And at 8 o'clock, it's the 5A title tilt West Des Moines Valley against top-seeded Waukee. You can catch the action on IPTV. Stay up to date at KXNO.com and all day on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Live from the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson Studios, you'd rather be here. This is 1460 KXNO. Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Yeah, we got that covered. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Back Miller and Condon, 11 o'clock hour, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, with you until noon. Ten minutes or so, Bama Bob, Trent, and I will talk college football, national perspectives. We do each and every Friday. We won't be long four weeks from today. We've got Miami and Florida getting set to, four weeks from tomorrow, Yes, getting set to collide. Uh, we'll, we'll have a pick on that game. Oh, you think? And uh, be able to wager on it legally. Isn't that something? Right here in our state. No more of, uh, no more of that uh Offshore stuff, right? None of that. No more having to go to the corner store and right. meet the guy in the alley. <laughs> yep. No, none of that anymore. No. All out in the open. Indeed. What a time to be alive. It really is. There's only one more thing that I need to be in that's uh, legalized in this state. <laughs> I, I want to see going. I want to see it before uh before I cash in my chips. We're surrounded by it, so it's probably gonna happen. Anyways. Uh, we digress. I want to talk about um, the Iowa United for a couple for just a couple of minutes, uh, Trent, because the Elam ending. Yes. I 
I never heard of it before. I had no idea what it was. I saw it to some people. Was it trending on Twitter? I saw it on Twitter for the first time. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. And then I really started to, you know, not feel bad necessarily, but realize that maybe I missed a pretty cool event that's about to take place here tonight. And I'll tell you why, honestly, this is the honest to God's truth. And I hope that I'm not taken the wrong way um, by this because Megan Gustafson had a remarkable career and she's a remarkable woman. Uh, and, you know, you, you can't help root for. Her. But when the Iowa United signed her, Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, what is this going to be? Is this? It, it must be kind of like exhibition, sure, basketball, and therefore, I'm probably not going to get into it, right? Because we're not going to talk about it for sure. You're right. Exhibition basketball during the summer. I mean, just yeah, basketball's done. Right. We're moving on, and that's kind of it was at that point that I lost all interest in it because I didn't think it was real. Honestly, I, I think the reality is it was a publicity stunt. Absolutely, she was. wasn't going to play 32 minutes. No. In no. a game, anything like that. It was a way to generate interest, and right. it did. And it, to, and to off, uh, maybe soften the blow of her yeah. maybe experiencing failure for the first time in her career, I'm guessing, yeah. right? I mean, you know, when she was cut by Dallas as quickly as she was. After that remarkable senior oh, season. I mean, player of the year, for crying out loud. Yes, national player <laughs> of the year. Think about that. And, you know, that had to be a, a just a huge blow to her. So I get why they, you know, reached out to her. But honestly, at that point, I didn't know that it was as legit as what I felt I watched last night. I mean, that was 36 minutes of good physical basketball. You know, and I've watched this from time to time the last couple of years. Now, a reason for is Jimmy B would be talking about it all the time. I'm like, all oh, right. And I remember seeing Aaron Kraft a couple years ago with the mm-hmm. Ohio State team. Yep. Bayheim's Army, which uh, is always really good. That's one of the better teams. Former Syracuse guys out there. But for whatever reason, as you talked about the, the Elam rule, I guess I never watched an end of a game yeah. because I had never seen it. I'd, I'd never watched either. some of these games, but I'd never, it would be five minutes here. All right, now I'm going back to a right. baseball game. But this one we were invested in. At least I was. I, I know was, you were because you were tweeting about yeah, it. Yeah, from the get-go. I mean, uh-huh. I, I first I, opening tip, I was there. I made sure I was 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Everything was done. A but familiar voice in Freshilla. Yes, and away we go. And I was locked in for the yeah. next two hours and entertaining basketball. But the Elam rule, did you like it? Yes. You and did. I didn't. And, and I'm not one to embrace change. Well, you're you're chain, getting more into change. You want robo umps. Well, I do. That's, you like yeah, the Elam rule? Look at you. Look at me. Um, and I don't. And I don't understand it. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Yeah, I get this. This is why they're doing it." I have no idea why all of a sudden the first to 84 popped up on my screen uh, on the television. I have no idea how they come up with that magic number, but I think that it does help the flow of the game at the end, where it's such a slowdown, or can be certainly, the fouls and the free throws, mm-hmm. and although the game ended on, on two free throws last night. Which I didn't like, and that was one of the reasons I had a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. So after the first dead ball at the under four, that's when it goes to, in effect, the Elam rule. So okay. whatever the score is at that dead ball. So what's the math behind it? Eight, and I don't, it's what? They, you need to eight, score eight more points. The team that's ahead... That's the target number. Okay, so if you're winning, if the, if the team that it's it's seventy two to seventy, it's first team to eighty. Yes, yes, that's how it works. So you you add that, you need more than seven points to get there. Basically, is the math. So eight points or more is how you get to that spot. I didn't like the free throw ending, and you know what? You'll never have a buzzer beater. I love buzzer. Oh, beaters. excellent point. No more buzzer beaters with this. excellent. Are you well? You could. 
I mean, if it's 78, if, if 80 is the number and it's 78 apiece. But it's not a buzzer It's not a true buzzer You don't beer. hear the no. horn yeah. and the balls in yeah. the air. You miss that component of it. And because of that, I'm out. No more. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting you old. You sound like the sharks. What's that, uh, the, what's that show, the sharks with Cubans on it? And for that reason, I'm out. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the shark tank. The shark tank. Yes. I'm out. I'm you know out what? on this one. I I'm out too. Yo, I brought you along. I'm out. 100% oh. right. There's no buzzer beater You know, situation. you've shot down some of my ideas here over the last couple. A lot of summer ideas you've shot down. Yeah, this one, I'm on board You're jumping back with me. I am. Because I liked it at first. Yeah. I did. I thought, you know, this is kind of new. I'm not sure I, I agree. see it's, it. It's better than you're down mm-hmm. eight. You're, the only way to get back Hack is a you foul. All right, come down. You jack a three. Oh, you hit it. Mm-hmm. And here comes another foul. It does take that part of the game out, which isn't entertaining. But losing a buzzer beater for it, I can't go there. And, uh-huh. and ending the game on that free throw, yeah. I mean, you can even tell the Wichita fans, they were all like, yay, right. yay, yeah. Yeah, we won. <laughs> Anticlimactic. On a free throw. Yeah. And the kid wasn't going to miss. That means a 90% yeah. free throw shooter wherever he was playing Brand in Europe. was really good last night. Wasn't he? Uh, I'm surprised he had any hair left. That hairline. Woof. Uh, Shave it, buddy. Yeah, it's almost at that point, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was at that point in college. It was. It absolutely was. I'm surprised early didn't get tossed out of the game. I mean, come on, that yeah. that that's a flagrant too. Yes, in any any form of basketball. And then for Fraschella, who I like to kind of not excuse it, but uh, to come up with a reason. Maybe that's what they're saying. Come on, friend, you're better than that, and you would call it out, and you should have last night. That was an egregious. That was a terrible cheap shot foul. It was Timmer, right? That he almost yes. took yeah. it in the chops. Who Timmer struggled last night too. At least shooting yeah. the basketball. Yeah, he did. did some good things, but running the team. But yeah, shooting the basketball. Josh Young had open looks. He did. There was a couple. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier with Kakert, and he mentioned if Peter Jock was there, yep. get a few more of those minutes. I think it could have helped that squad. But up nine yeah, with McGee and Jock, yeah, they were up nine. Trent up nine yeah. late in the third quarter, and that's really where the game was lost mm-hmm. in my mind. Was mm-hmm. late there and early into the fourth quarter. But really fun. Are you going to watch any more now? No, you're you're completely out. No, I'm out. So you get to. Maybe this Wichita team advances. Uh, uh, I, I, well, I, I shouldn't say no. Against I, I, the team that has Aaron Kraft and a bunch of former Buckeyes mm, that you know. I mean, maybe. I, a bunch of the, former are the Cubs guys. playing? Right. They, it'd be are the Twins kind of playing? That. Yeah. Right. There's nothing else on. You're flipping around and it's there? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Are the Cardinals on? Cardinals are in first place. It's unbelievable. Right as we were throwing dirt on them. Mm-hmm. We had the conversation a week and a half ago. And some guy tweeted at me, you did the same thing or everybody did the same thing with the Blues. Right, yeah. <laughs> and look where they, well, yeah, good point. Didn't think that the Lightning would strike twice with the St. Louis team, but now the the Cardinals get the Astros for the weekend. That's as good a series, I think, as there is on the weekend, although the Brewers and the Cubs are spectacular as well. That's a four-star. Yeah, I think, I think stars, the yeah. Astros and the Cardinals are too. Yes, put that at the top of the uh-huh. list. Uh, a lot more Cardinals this week and kind of have to get back in that. Not our favorite TV broadcast to watch either of you us. You know, I don't know who did the color yesterday. It was um, the last couple, maybe it was the entire series in Pittsburgh. Boy, I love day baseball when when you the time yeah. slot you and I have. I mean, I think this is the best time slot in radio, period, personally. Don't have to get up way early? No, you can still talk about yesterday's games and preview today's games. I, I, I love an afternoon drive, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But going back to talk about a game that took place almost 24 hours yes, ago at that tough. point. Yes, I agree. Uh, we we are in the sweet spot, in yes. my opinion, not only at the station, but at the time slot uh, where we sit. Pama Bob joins the program next. Miller and Condon uh, here until noon. Claxons about a half an hour from now. Claxons barbecue giveaway. Again, if you participated last week and you have a pretty good idea there, at least you think you did pretty well, th- we will notify the winner by 
one o'clock, the winners from last week as we, um, well, Trent lost the piece of paper. But we've got the air check, so what we do is yep. we go back and we listen to you making your picks, and we'll correct it at that time, and uh, we, we'll let you know. We'll get you hooked up, and today another opportunity. Indeed. A 35 and a 25, those two certificates will be given. I think we've got a pretty good slate of questions, too. A lot of baseball. I, I liked it. There's nothing else going on. Well, sometimes you sneak in a CFL or... Horse racing or soccer or yep. something random. I, just, I liked you went baseball heavy. No, I, I am too. I just got a text from our buddy Emery Songer, Emery and Sean Roberts tomorrow on the KXNO pregame, and that's where you can follow them on Twitter, uh, discussing the most memorable college plays, or memorable plays in college football. So the uh, Auburn Alabama ending. Yep. Flutie uh, against Miami. Flutie. Uh, to localize it a little bit, uh, take the Holloway. That's got to be up there, no doubt. Seneca's run against Texas Tech. Zigzagging all around on TBS. Uh, on TBS, but Pete Taylor's call is yes. unbelievable. So anyways, that's what the boys will be doing tomorrow, amongst other things. That's Sean Roberts, one. Emery Songer, tomorrow from 8 until 10. KXNO pregame show. Bama Bob next. Miller and Condon, 1460. <laughs> It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Claxon's coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, portions of the program brought to us by Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. Couple of locations. They're in the eastern part of Polk County, East 29th Street in Des Moines, or if you're new to the Altoona area. Uh, or in that area, somewhere around there, uh, Bondurant or Pleasant Hill, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Stephen Fuller and FullerDental.net. Um proudly sponsoring the program. Uh, let's get Bama Bob in here as we talk college football. Bama, Trent, and Ken, we're only five minutes late. That's not bad for us. Not bad. I mean, you know, it's preseason, so yeah. we're rounding our way into form. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, hey, I want to ask you guys this one. I thought, you know what, Pac-12, you need to do something. I know it's awful early in the morning. I know your fans are going to scream because they want to spend the day tailgating and they don't want to have to get up early, and that's only going to allow us to tailgate for a couple of hours. Yep, you're right. But you know what? It's not about you. It's about getting this conference maybe more games on the tube instead of having to you know tune in at 10 or 10 30 it makes more sense obviously for colorado and utah to to be the host of those games at least they're in the mountain time zone but i thought the pac-12 was proactive for the first time in a long time bama yeah i agree they got to do something you know it would help if they could get their damn network on direct tv but i don't guess that's ever going to happen um listen i i understand the fans and from what I read, um, Larry Scott, who's the commissioner of the conference, that it's going to be a voluntary basis. It's not going to be driven by TV. So basically, if I guess if you want one of those windows, you can have it sort of thing. It doesn't sound like um, they're going to force this on them. Now, whether that's true or not, I guess, is you know remains to be seen. Uh, but you're right, Ken. they got to do something because when the games kick off at 930, Central time, that's you and me, 9, 9.30, whenever. Right. That's 10, 10.30 on the East Coast. Yeah. Nobody's watching the end of those games. Not if you've um, been watching football all day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but college football is such a regional thing. I don't know how big of a, how much of a difference this is going to make. Maybe unless you've got some action on it, let's <laughs> say. Um, but, you know, until USC gets better, until UCLA gets better, um, you know, I don't know. You know, putting 
putting, you know, Arizona State at Utah on at noon Eastern, uh, at 11 Central, you know, 9 a.m. Pacific, is that really going to put a lot more eyeballs on there? Because you got the SEC network and the ACC network. You've got fans of those conferences looking for their team or, you know, opponents are going to be playing, whatever. The Big Ten always kicks off mainly at noon, uh, Big Ten Network and all that sort of thing. So I don't know how much of a factor it's going to be, but it's like you said, they've got to do something. And this is something, so I guess they're, they're going to do it. Uh, maybe sounds like this year, and Fox is going to partner with them because Fox wants, uh, you know, some better action, I think, in that window, in that early window. So I give them credit. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I know the fans are going to be upset. It's really, to me, it's not really the tailgating. It, it's the travel. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have to take a Friday off. That that is not a, you know, there's there's a couple of schools in each state, but once you you know you go to from Seattle to Tucson. I mean, my goodness, that's a, that's a plane. <laughs> that's a haul. Right? And, yeah. Are you? That's a haul. So you're going to have to take a day off Friday as opposed to you know maybe traveling Saturday or, or whatever it is. I don't know if it were a late game, but again, like you said, do something. This is something. We'll see how it works. Trent, you're a Kinnick tailgater. Yes. Um, I get why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. It would be a pain in the butt. I mean, the, the people at your tailgate, I'm guessing, would be you know, as hot as anybody, right? Disappointed? Well, I, I would just have to change the equation. I, I remember when games started to go to 11 a.m. and I, the backlash that was there. You adapt. And now instead of getting there at 8, you get there at 6 and you get a couple extra hours or you stay around afterwards. And that's something that they'd have to do. This isn't going to be, it doesn't yeah. seem like a, this is going to be a window every week. Two, three, maybe four games, and probably a couple of those will be Colorado and Utah, which is actually a 10 a.m. kick as opposed to people adjust, people mm-hmm. make it work, and if it helps the conference and helps the bottom line, you find a way. Hmm. Well, uh, Notre Dame trying to start with, start with you and get to Bama after this. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, we keep coming back to the fact that there's no championship mm-hmm. game for them, and I don't know how the... ACC can shoehorn them in. All of a sudden, they show up in a championship game right. if they're unbeaten. They play a ton of con- games with teams in that conference. Five so, every year. Yep. So it makes it right. It makes it a little bit easier. But that lack of a data point, if it comes right down to that, um, anyway, I mean, would there be a huge uproar if all of a sudden Notre Dame showed up? It'd be a better game, I'm guessing, Notre Dame right. Clemson. But uh, I, I can't see that. You know, going over real smooth. The the only way I could see this being a scenario is if they do away with divisions. We talked about this last week with the Big Ten and the conversation that we heard a lot in Chicago about doing away with divisions and the best two teams face off in the title of the game. If the ACC would do something similar, and then you also put Notre Dame in that mix. They are considered one of the best two teams, quote-unquote, in the conference. Mm-hmm. That's the way. But with the current structure, with two divisions, you can't do that. You can't no. say... Even I mean Pittsburgh played for the ACC title yeah. a year ago, but you can't say to them, "Sorry, we're actually going to let Notre Dame play instead." It has to be something in paper like that, and that's about the only way I could see it happen. I, I think that's probably fair. And Virginia's probably is, it might that might be a game this year, but that remains to be seen. Bama, that's that lack of a data point, right? Notre Dame also almost has to be eleven and one. To even be in, I mean, I can't see a two-loss Notre Dame team with with one fewer data point getting an opportunity to be in a playoff. I mean, sure, I guess you know if everything falls apart and there's a bunch of two-loss teams, then maybe. Right. But, but most years, Bama, they're going to be on the outside looking in. Yeah, they're going to need you know one or fewer, and that's really tough. I mean, now like this year, okay, if they go to Georgia and win in Athens, and Georgia winds up winning the SEC championship, um, you know. 
a loss against Michigan, let's say they, you know, they, they go to Michigan and lose. Well, that's probably going to get them in, even if Georgia loses the SEC championship because you got the win over them. But you know, for in most years, you're right. I mean, listen, they went 12 or no last year, and there was still some debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, should they be in or not? And you know, their performance didn't actually do them any favors. Right. Uh, and if you don't think that people remember that, you're crazy. Uh, I know they say, oh, well, you know, we evaluate it year to year. Well, you know, it's the same people evaluating it a lot. So, you know, they go 12-0. and Now, this year they go 12-0 and and with wins in Athens and in Ann Arbor. There's no question about right. it. I think they can drop one of those games and still have a probably really good case. Uh, again, depending how the SEC, ACC, all that shakes out, Big 12, uh, Pac-12. Um, but, yeah, two – that's that's a tough sell. Even if they were to lose at Georgia and at Michigan, you look at the rest of the schedule and it's not exactly murderer's row out there. I mean, it's tough and it's competitive, uh, but it, it's not, you know, how's that going to stack up against a, a one-loss, uh, you know, SEC runner-up, let's say, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, listen, they've done this. I have no sympathy for Notre Dame. I really don't. They've done this to themselves. They could have joined the Big Ten. 20 years ago, they didn't want to. They wanted to maintain their independence. I'm sure they've had chances to join the ACC, whether public, private, you know, feeling them out, uh, you know, what interest kind of thing, and they chose to remain independent. They get all the money from NBC. Um, so I have no sympathy for them if they, you know, on their schedule and, and if they get left out of it. But you're right, two losses. I mean, they they got to they gotta have one or fewer, I think, to be able to, to really have an argument. So, Bama, another conversation that we talked a lot about was the transfer rules, what's going to happen kind of going forward. We heard two different ideas in Chicago, one from Harbaugh that says once in a guy's career, you could transfer and you're eligible right away. But once, that can happen. The other was an idea I hadn't heard before from Mark D'Antonio of Michigan State where he says, much like the freshman rule, the redshirt rule that's in place now, where he can play up to four games, same applies for transfers. Which one do you like better? I like Harbaugh's. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're, you know, you're, I don't know, are you, are you getting an extra year at that point if you play four games and it doesn't count toward eligibility? I mean, listen, coaches change. Players change for all kinds of reasons. And you, when you listen to him, you got to cut through the crap mainly. But, I mean, by the way, the Urban Meyer line, oh, my God, that was great. Um, the way he did the, the He's still throwing, you know, shots at Urban Meyer, and Urban's not even coaching anymore. But um, I, I like the the ability to, you know, basically have one do over, if you will, because kids, you know, the, the pressure on these kids to sign at a certain school, or you know, they you know they get bad advice or whatever it is, coaching changes, they just don't like it. It's too cold. It's too hot. Whatever the reason they get there and they don't like it. Um, they're still able to be restricted on where they can transfer, obviously. You know, coaches, you know, can, I think within a conference, they can prevent it or whatnot. So there's still some restrictions on them. I agree with him. Let them, give them one, whenever that is, you know, and forget the whole, now, I'm talking about one before you, you know, your graduate, you know, your, 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 uh, you've earned your degree. Now, there's, if you still graduate on time, you can, I'm, I'm still okay for being able to do one transfer in the fifth year thing. I, I, I don't want to take that out. I really, I think that fifth year, you know, once you graduate, get your degree, like, you know, being able to transfer, I love that rule. I think it, going all the way back to Russell Wilson, I think that's a great rule. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I like Harbaugh. 
saying, hey, listen, a kid didn't want to come here. He didn't want to stay wherever it is. And, you know, he's he's a little bit right on the whole, you know, you can make up something and say, well, I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. And then I agree, yes. He's got to let you do it. Um, so I just, I, I like that idea. Uh, you know, he used the term hippity-hoppity. I don't know really what that means, but I do like, <laughs> I, I agree with him that, you know, you get one, we start getting two or three or whatever, then, you know, then we're going to put the, you know, put the rules back on you, the harnesses. I like his idea. I Give him one, yep. and, uh, you know, move on. I'm with you. Although it's relaxed as far as where you can go as, uh, within conference. It's not as uh, it's not as strict as certainly it used to be. Bam, I want to get your take on this, because I'm assuming it was a big talker in the South, and that's LSU's new locker room. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, my, oh, my. Yeah, the, the, I saw the video of the kids when the doors opened and they got to walk through those doors for the first time and find their spot in that locker room. It's posh. I mean, that's it's the arms race. I mean, sure. I, I'd have to tell you what it's like uh, in Alabama. <laughs> They've got a fountain for crying out loud in the football. I yeah. Uh, but uh, just uh, how big of a talking point was it in the South this past week? Oh, it made some news, that's for sure. Uh, you know, one of the best lines I saw, I don't know who it came from, on Twitter or somewhere, um, it was like, yeah, that looks like a great place to relax after losing to Troy. You know, that was the line that somebody threw out there. But I, somebody broke down some numbers, and I, I don't know how accurate they are. I just saw them, and it's basically, it, you know, it, it's $92,000 per player over their four years of eligibility is what it costs. Why don't you just give the kids that money? They'd rather have, have the money. Yeah, but you know they're not going to get it. So mm-hmm. listen, it, it's it's like you know you, I don't know if you just saw you know Steve Ballmer with his new proposed NBA arena. I mean all these arenas, all these locker rooms, everything. It's it's just getting so you know over the top, if, I guess if you will. But you can bet that other teams are taking notice. You know the Alabamas, the Texases, the the teams that can afford it. Uh, are taking notice of this and going, okay, well, let's see how it plays. And uh, it's a recruiting tool. There's no question. Yep. Um, you know, and listen, it's not like they were, you know, you know in a trailer before. So I just, listen, if that's what you want to spend your money on, if that's what you have it, you know, if you have it and that's what you want to use it for, I guess go ahead. It does seem like a bit of uh, opulence to me, especially I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, chemistry professors or wherever at LSU going, man, boy, we sure could use some of that money. But, and you know, like Bear Bryant used to say, when a chemistry professor can get 70,000 people to come watch him teach, pay him what they pay me. <laughs> That's a fair, fair point. Where does this end, though? I mean, how, how much further can we go? I don't think it go? does, Trent. I really don't. I don't think it does. Just um, one up in each other? Yeah, just, you know, it, it's, it, it's just if you can afford it, you know, I guess it really ends with the ADs and, and then, you know, or the coaches or wherever going, okay, do we really want to spend, I don't know how many million that was, on a locker room? Okay, or do we – and I guess it's what else do you need. You know, Alabama, for instance, they've got everything they need, practice facility, indoor facility, locker rooms. I mean, great stadium. I mean, what else, what else do they need? So do they really want to spend – 10 million or however, 20 million, 50 million, how much the damn thing costs. How much do we want to, do we want to spend that many million on a locker room for a select number of players? I think that's where it's going to, you could get some, some feedback because this is all out there now. Okay. And everybody knows how opulent it is and how expensive it is and the players and they're pampered and all this kind of stuff. Let them go five and seven and see what kind of pushback they get on this from yeah. the student body, from the faculty, everything else. So 
Um, I think it it won't end except for an AD going, you know what, maybe it's not the best publicity in the world that we advertise this. I mean, we all know the facilities at these stadiums that these players live with, weight rooms, all this stuff are, are, are you know, NFL or better uh, at a lot of schools. So I don't it, – it's, it's a nice recruiting tool uh, for LSU. They put it out there, but – you know, they could get some pushback from this, especially if things go south on the field. Indeed, and like you said to start, they'd, they'd rather have the money. Last thing for both of you guys, and I don't know if you spent any time, you know, getting into the group of five, and the only reason I'm bringing this to the equation is because I did earlier in the week. Yeah. You know, I like this Army team, Bama. I, I liked them last year. I loved the story last year. I mean, that Oklahoma game was so darn tight. that I oh, thought it could have gone their yeah. way. Um, this year, week two, they're at Michigan. If they push Harbaugh, and they can, Fox has this one. They Fox, can. the Fox parked this one in their prime spot, which is there now the eleven o'clock central kickoff on Fox. Uh, Army at Michigan. That's where we'll have a Gus and Joel Clad. I'm assuming will be on site for that one. Uh, do you have a group of five favorite? I mean, it's easy to come up with a UCF or a Boise State. I always like to go price shopping a little bit. I like this Army team. Uh, we'll start with. Let me start with you, Trent. Have you got a group of five team that you like, or have you spent any time on it? Uh, not a ton at this point. I am intrigued by Boise. They get Florida State early. Do they? Florida State, where your number one was a disaster. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be. They don't certain... get them on the blue turf. Do they? they're no, not. It's they're in not Jacksonville. It's sort of, oh, it's in Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville. Okay. So neutral site, not neutral site, obviously. But there'll be plenty of Boise fans that'll make the trek. I wonder. I'm uh, keeping an eye on the Broncos. That's at least where I've kind of started. Central Florida is the easy answer. Mm-hmm. I like your thought uh, going with Army after a 10-win season for the first time right. in a long time. But uh, Boise's where I'm starting this year. How about you, Bama? You looked at it at all? Yeah, I did. Uh, I had a couple of them. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on Army. Okay, and, and I looked at their schedule, Ken. They've, they only played two teams this year that had winning records last year. Really? Uh, one's at Michigan and one's at Hawaii. Okay, if they get that game against Michigan, oh. uh, look out. Because, I mean, you look at the rest of it and it – I mean, it's gross. I'm looking at the uh, Hawaii really. game right now, Bam. You know what time it kicks? Jeez, eleven o'clock our time yeah. at night. Nice. So that's yeah. twelve. That's well, midnight on their body clocks, right? Yeah, hanging yeah, at the sports book exactly. watching that. Well, I'm guessing that you know they might be. Uh, they may go out a week early or something. Yeah, probably. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, listen, the schedule's not tough, and if they can get by Michigan, which you're right, I mean, they could run 350 yards against that team and mm. and look out. I tell you a couple other ones. I really like Fresno, Tedford out there. He's been out there a couple years. They open at USC. I mean, look out. Wow. Is Nebraska USC. on their schedule? Is Fresno? Who does? They, Minnesota. 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 They host yep. Minnesota. They host Minnesota. Um, so that's, you know, those are a couple quality yeah. moves that they could get. Yep. You know, a, a Pac-12 and a, and a Big Ten. Houston with Dana Holgerson, man, look out. I mean, Ed Oliver's gone. That, all that drama that he had, he's great yep. talent. We all know what happened last year with that. Dana Holgerson comes in. They open at Oklahoma. Okay, I'd probably like him better in year two than year one under Holgerson because you just always have that transition. Uh, they also play Washington State and Cincinnati at home. So, I mean, that's a team that if – if I don't know what the talent base is there, but, man, you know, there, there's, there, I, I like Fresno because Tedford, he's been there, done that. This is the mm-hmm. second, third year, I think, out there. And, I mean, that game against USC, those kids are going to be jacked up yeah. to go to the to the Coliseum to play USC. So they had damn well better be ready in L.A. when they come out there. But um, those are three that I like. Uh, you know, you got the UCF and, like Trent mentioned, Boise. problem with Boise is after Florida State, look at the schedule, it ain't much, um, mm. I'm afraid. So, um, 
you know, I just, I, I like, I'm, I'm looking at Army, Fresno, and Houston. Uh, Fresno, um, yeah, Minnesota. I picked Minnesota to win the West, so that would be a, a big win, no doubt about it. Hey, Bama, last thing. Yeah. Congratulations, Grandpa Bama. Tell us all yeah. about that. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Ken. Um, you know, very exciting time for our for, uh, our family. Um, everybody's uh, healthy. Uh, you know, Aaron, my daughter, yep. gave birth uh, a week ago today uh, to my first grandson, Roland Elias Dillard. Nice. Um, uh, red. As they will uh, maybe call him as he uh, <laughs> yeah, grows red. up, but yeah, you know, eight pounds nine ounces, twenty two inches. Um, so yeah, just a very exciting time for us. We're blessed, uh, very happy that uh, obviously that everybody uh, is healthy and happy, and um, not sleeping through the night yet. But we're working on it. But I appreciate you uh, the sentiments and the thoughts, and you know we go from there and we see. You know we're we're not talking about the next one quite yet, but you know who knows <laughs> maybe one day down the road. Well, congratulations, my friend. Listen, Bama, it's uh, that time of year. We will talk to you a week from today. Thank you, Bama Bob. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Yep, Bama Bob. Follow him on Twitter, at Bama Bob, at Bama Bob on Twitter. He joins Trent and I every week as we go around college football because man or woman cannot live on hawks and clones alone. Grandpa Bama. Grandpa Bama. Love it. It's uh, I can't wait. I hope it happens to me at some point. Good name, Rowan. We're yeah. str- we're struggling in the Condon household. Oh, you don't know? You no, haven't? No, we're inside of a month, and we do not like any name that we've come up out of the hundreds. Really? Uh, our guy on hold, I've got to, I better let him know that. Sorry, i got to put you, you I've got to drop you right now because right. we've got some work to do. Yes. Um, so when will you, if you narrowed it down to two or three? Well, or? we have the appointment now officially set. It will be August 21st. We're going in. Mm-hmm. Going in for the surgery, having the C-section. And uh, baby C will be brought out at that time, mm-hmm. but there's nothing. We we found an old list that we had with Ella. We didn't find out if it was a boy or a girl. Oh, so we had a list of boys' names. Obviously, mm-hmm. we went through those, hated them all. <laughs> we Ella's named after Tara's grandma, and her middle name's also another grandma. So we went through my grandpa's and great grandpa's names, Elmer. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, don't do that to him. Waldo. That was my yeah. great grandpa on, on my grandma Karen's side. Not a whole lot that we jumped out there. So we're struggling right now. You got any ideas? Hit me up at Trent Condon on Twitter. We need names. Uh, we also need four contestants right now. We're going to give away some barbecue. It's time for the Claxons giveaway. We will give you four props and a tiebreaker. You give us four answers. If you have the most rights, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from our friend Claxons in Altoona. The runner-up will get 25, 284-5966. 284-5966. If you're getting a ring, you are in. Claxons Barbecue Giveaway is next. As we said earlier, if you participated last week and you think you did pretty well, we're going to notify you here first thing this afternoon. If you're getting a ring, you're in, and we'll let you stay in if you haven't won in the last 30 days. Claxons is next, 1460. KXNO. KXNO in your pocket with iHeartRadio on your smartphone. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, Claxon's Barbecue, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. You can find them online, Claxon BBQ. 
Facebook.com, KlaxonBBQ.com, in business in Altoona for over 20 years, 3131 8th Street Southwest. We'll give you, Steve, Jim, Jack, and Brian, four props. You give us four answers. I'll run them over, run uh, by them, or down the list right now. Cubs Brewers this weekend. Will Ian Happ get an extra base hit? Keeping in mind, we're not sure how many games he'll play. Mm -hmm. Sunday night baseball, Yankees at the Red Sox. Wear something comfortable if you're going to watch it because you'll be in front of your TV for a while. Uh, And then uh, will a starter in Major League Baseball make it through the eighth inning tonight? So pitch into the ninth? Pitch or just get through eight. Get mean, eight, complete. Have eight complete. Eight complete innings, okay. right. Uh, Tiebreaker is going to be the Minnesota Twins home runs they this weekend. They had a bunch of them. They had five yesterday. Another five game. How many yes. is that? Uh, that is the ninth time. A new Major League Baseball record. Ninth time this year they've hit five homers or more in a single ninth game. Ninth in August. <laughs> this team's good. Yes, they are. They're really good. Nelson Cruz, three homers last night. Had never done that. that. That surprised me. Is he a one-year guy? This is... I, th- I, I think he only signed a one-year deal. Sounds right. I told you at the beginning of the year, though, just watching him hit, even when he's not going well, he's just the consummate professional mm. hitter. He's up there, he has a game plan, and you're not going to be able to deviate from that. You might be able to get him out. But you know he's right. going to go up there and he's going to get his cuts. He's yeah, so much fun. I wish it, uh, you know, for the twin sake that he would have another year left yeah. in him. All right, let's get to Steve first of all as we give away Claxons. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Uh, Cubs and Brewers play a three game series this weekend. Who will win the series? Uh, the Cubs. Does Ian Happ get an extra base hit this weekend? I'm going to say no. Yankees Brewers on Sunday night. Who have you got? Uh, unfortunately, the Yankees. Okay. Will a starter in Major League Baseball make it through eight innings tonight? Uh, no. Uh, here's the tiebreaker, closest without going over. Twins only, home runs for the Twins for the remainder of this three-game series. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Twins home runs, closest without going over. Let's say six. Steve, have a good weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Jim is next. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm good. How's it going, guys? Good. Cubs, Brewers. Brewers. Hap get an extra base hit this weekend? No. Sunday night baseball, Yankees or Red Sox? Um, I'm going to say the Red Sox. Will a starter in Major League Baseball tonight be credited with eight innings or more? Yes. Uh, Twins home runs this weekend. Closest without going over starting tonight. So last night doesn't count. Eight. Eight. Thanks, Jim. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You also. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jack is next. Jack Miller in Condon. How are you, Jack? How was your week? Very good. Very good. Good. Cubs or Brewers in this three-game series? Who wins the series this weekend? Brew Crew. Ian Happ get an extra base hit this weekend? Yeah, I think he will. Okay. Yanks or Red Sox, Sunday night baseball? Yankees. Will a starter in Major League Baseball make it through eight innings tonight in the entire Major League Baseball slate? No way. No way. Okay. No You're probably way. right. I agree with you, by the yeah. way. Um, <laughs> here's the tiebreaker. Twins home runs starting tonight through Sunday. Closest without going over, Jack. They hit five yesterday. The last guy said eight. I guess I'll go... Nine. Nine. Thank you, Jack. Have a good weekend. Yep. You too. Appreciate it. And uh, Brian brings our Claxons contest to a close for another week. Hey, Brian. Hello. 
Uh, Cubs Brewers have a three-game series in Milwaukee. Who's going to win the series? Cubs. Ian Happ, does he record an extra base hit this weekend? Yes, he does. Yankees or Red Sox on Sunday night? Yankees. Will a starter in Major League Baseball, the entire slate of games tonight, will one of them uh, make it through eight innings? No. And finally, the tiebreaker, uh, Twins home runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday combined, closest without going over, Brian. Nobody said seven yet, have they? You, you could say the same thing, but I don't think anybody has. Oh. Okay, let's go with seven. Seven it is. Brian, have a good weekend. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate Claxons for making this possible. Claxons Barbecue in Altoona, 3131. They would be just, uh, well, you come out the back way of Prairie Meadows and turn right, which would be turn west, and they're right there before you make it to Walmart. Sunday Night Baseball. What's the pitching matchup? Do you know? Domingo German, who's 12-2. and Yeah, the Twins, Twins got to him the other night. He's got an ERA just north of 4, 4.03. Chris Sale on the other side. Has 182 strikeouts this year against 32 walks, more than double what German has. His record's five and nine. ERA, yeah, right? Wow, slightly less at right at four point. I'll take that. It's a pretty good pitching matchup. It Apparently, uh, the baseball Benny just sent me a text. Nelson Cruz, there is a team option for 2020. Pick it up. You think? Pick it up. How long do you think they'll spend on that decision? That's going to be a tough one for Falvey and Levine, no doubt. No doubt about that one. What do you got planned this weekend? Ah, uh, getting the house ready. Uh, mother-in-law in town. Mm. Is that a good thing? In she's your good. case, good, she, perfect. You're yes, lucky. She's she's a good person. Yeah, very, and she'll help a lot. Nice. Now she doesn't leave her feet. She is a mile a minute. She talks nonstop. She's working nonstop. So she'll be helping out around the house, which is a good thing. Good to have her around this weekend. But every once in a while, I need to sneak off and to the man cave and Atta have boy. a cold one too. Just. A little loan time is also good. <laughs> Not a bad thing at all. Well, we got some good baseball this weekend. Yes. Uh, Cubs and the Brewers, the Cardinals and the Astros. Those are two five-star series, no doubt about it. Twins uh, continue uh, against the White Sox. Tomorrow morning on the KXNO pregame, uh, the boys are going to be talking about who are those boys, Sean Roberts and Emery Songer. Eight to ten memorable plays in college football. Kick six, Flutie, to Phelan. Those type of things. Want to localize it? Take the Holloway, Seneca's run. Pretty good list. Boys will add to it tomorrow. Murph and Andy are the next local program, and they come our way at 2. Then the Fanatics will wrap up the, well, at least the work week at uh, uh, at 4. Morning Rush again on Monday. Trent and I back tomorrow, or Monday at 10. Thanks for being with us. Des Moines Sports Station.